0: Hi everyone, Josh Guest here. When people hear the words, not your keys, not your coins, they naturally think of Bitcoin, as well as perhaps crypto, since that space has adopted the saying too, given that many digital assets use public key cryptography like Bitcoin does. However, it seems pretty unlikely that people think of traditional banks when they hear it. I intend to change that with today's discussion. The sentiment behind not your keys, not your coins reflects the fact that if you leave your Bitcoin in someone else's control, then you effectively hand them ownership over the private keys protecting your Bitcoin. And you can never be 100% certain that you'll be able to get them back. That reality became painfully obvious to many people during 2022 as failure after failure among crypto companies led to massive user losses. However, The idea that leaving your money in someone else's hands carries risks that don't exist when you hold it yourself applies to far more than just Bitcoin, as tens of thousands of customers in the traditional banking system found out just last week. I thought crypto companies failed quickly, what with several major companies failing over the course of 2022. However, traditional finance has seemingly put that to shame, as three major banks failed in just a handful of days last week. Silvergate Bank, that called itself a leading bank for business and crypto, was the first to go down, announcing on Wednesday that it would wind down its operations entirely. Silicon Valley Bank, which claimed to be the bank of choice for over half the startups in the U.S., failed outright on Friday, quickly becoming the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. Regulators then announced Sunday evening that they had forcibly closed Signature Bank, one of the largest banks in the state of New York, apparently believing that it represented a potential systemic risk. Depositors, shareholders, and bondholders are probably in various stages of disbelief, and many of them will likely not receive the full value of what they have put into the banks. They trusted those banks and the regulators overseeing them to protect their money and their interests. They've now learned the hard way that trust only holds its worth until it's broken. As an outsider who has so far not been impacted by this situation, I've recognized a disturbing fact that many people may not think about. Regulators are stepping in to seize banks' assets, including customer deposits, and shut the banks down. Some people may be relieved by that. After all, regulators have largely convinced people around the globe that they're only interested in protecting economies, businesses, and everyday people. However, the fact remains that governments were able to step in and seize private assets from massive corporations with little pushback and little visible effort. If that doesn't alarm you, it should. It's bad enough that banks can lose your money through rehypothecation, malinvestments, theft, or any other number of mismanagements. But it's now painfully obvious that governments can step in from one second to the next and take your assets out of the bank and into their coffers. Today, they're stewing so seemingly to protect your money from corporate mismanagement. But tomorrow, they could be doing it because you said something they didn't like or because their bills have come due. Bitcoin is the only money in the world that is truly decentralized and wholly resistant to confiscation, censorship, and debasement. If you protect your private key well, I believe there's nowhere safer to keep your money. So why would I keep my money anywhere else?